Welcome to Sheen Visions Podcast. Sheen Visions was created to help you follow your life vision with poise, boldness, and strength. It is designed for women to live in their God-given purpose, to encourage them by providing meaningful tools to accomplish anything she sets her mind to do. To remind her that no dream is impossible. We're your hosts, Joanne and Rebecca, and we're excited to see what you envision for your life. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast and follow us at She Envisions. We're so excited to have you guys here with us. Welcome, ladies. Are you ready? I'm ready. Let's go. Let's do it. Hello, everybody. Welcome to She Envisions podcast. I'm your host, Joanne Casey. Hi, guys. Welcome back for a new episode. And we're continuing this week with our spiritual gifts series. Joanne, I think this is one of my favorite series we've done so far because I'm learning so much in the process. I love learning about God and all of these tools that he's given us in life. Um, I think one of my biggest design, my biggest way to connect with the Lord is through learning. Yeah. And, um, you know, and these, and this is perfect series for me. Ah, and I hope it is for everybody else because, you know, we're learning so much about just how to tap into our, our gifts and how to, apply them properly or even start initiating that relationship to getting to learn our gifts and you know and how everybody has them because you know there's a lot a lot of people have reached out to me and they didn't even realize that Mm -hmm. what spiritual gifts even were what that even was and what the purpose of them was so I'm really glad that we're doing this series together yes it has been such an intriguing topic because typically with these specific topics that we're talking about the spiritual gifts our biblical teaching, right? So you hear in the church setting or out of Bible class or out of, you know, group sitting Bible study group or something like that. But we get to really dive in deep and share what the word says on every single different, well, we're not going to hit on all of them, but the specific ones that really stand out to us. And Mm -hmm. today we're going to talk about two gifts that are some of my favorites because I mean, one is for sure super evident and the other one is also, it's also evident, but it's also like action, uh, action taking too. So it's an action step. Yes. It's an action step. And, you know, we've talked about exhortation. We talk about teaching and serving and, um, the two that we're going to talk about today is leadership and mercy. Mm -hmm. And uh, if you know, Rebecca and I, we are natural born (laughs) leaders you give us we a are. task and we will over exceed and abundantly crush that task times 10, yeah. whether yeah. it's, you know, putting a project together or putting an event together, you know, or just sending an email and sending a text. We're going to make sure it's like the best text that you've ever received. <laughs> like, yes. Like we- side, okay. So side note on that side note on that too. And have you ever noticed um, that since we're talking about the gift of leadership first, have you ever yes. noticed when you're a natural born leader, like you're in a situation with a group of people and you automatically like not like subconsciously, like you're not even doing it intentionally, but just leave for some reason, you end up pulling up to the very front of the line and you're like, all right, guys, let's get it together. Let's just put it together and let's keep it going because, you know, uh, yeah. and you're like, okay, not, stop the back and forth. Let's just hone it in and let's just go. I catch myself doing that all of the time and sometimes it's good. And I've learned that sometimes not so good, but we're sure. I I think it's like self-awareness, right? Well, it depends on the crowd that you're with and who you're with. And the situation, right? And the situation, of course. But I can't tell you how many times I've gone to dinner or lunch with my girls 
And I'm the one that's like, oh, you didn't order that. That just, that's not hot enough or that's not the right order. Well, okay, well, let me speak with the chef or the manager. And they're like, no, no, no. And I'm like, I'm not being rude or mean. I said, I, we just have to communicate and get what you actually order. Like you shouldn't pay for something that you don't like, yeah. or, you know, like yeah. I don't have any problem speaking to anybody. And I honestly, what I've learned is that leaders go first. Leaders are yeah. people that are willing to be the one to take the fall, the to punches. make the mistake, yeah. to be like, you know what, let's just do it. And what's the worst that can happen? And I've learned that a lot mm -hmm. from you, Rebecca, honestly. Um, oh, but the leaders, <laughs> the leaders read the room, right? They demand yeah. the attention. They demand the room, not to make it self-absorbed, but they want things to be happening and moving. They want to say, okay, what are we doing here? Why are we here? What is the purpose of this event? Like, what are we going to do together? Like, okay, let's get going. Let's get the ball rolling. Right. We, we're not mm -hmm. going to stand there and look around and, and see who should I talk to? Exactly. We're going to go find out who's the leader of this event. Who's running this meeting today? Like, and what? I think that, and I think like the perfect example of that biblically is the shepherd. Yes. and is Christ right because he was the ultimate leader he took a he he gathered a group of people yes. that had no previous experience that had no previous knowledge brought them into this new situation into a chaotic situation right and right. it put put them and he went before them first he put himself first in the sense yeah, of like okay right. let me go through let me cover these obstacles and go through these hurdles so I'm able to lead you through them right that's so good um, and I think yeah. that's the, I think that's one of the strongest points of the spiritual gift of leadership is the fact that we are sacrificing ourselves for the greater cause and put <laughs> like you said roll roll with the punches first like go through yeah. the learning things growing pains I'm sorry first that's and good. that way you're able to get your crowd or your or your flock, right. To be able yeah. to navigate and then, and then that not, it not be so difficult for them or, or hard for them, or being able to be that guiding light to when they are struggling through something that you've already been through yeah. or something That's similar. So good. Yeah. Because, you know, being a leader, isn't just, um, going ahead and organizing and, Sure. you know, stewarding, it's also being somebody of encouragement and being yes. somebody that, you know, being a pillar of strength, being yeah. the original pillar of strength. So people can follow in your footsteps yeah. and saying, Hey, I can be a pillar of strength and yes. teaching them that's how to so do good. that. And I think that's why leadership and teaching all of go these hand hand. actually yeah. go yeah. hand in hand. And that's why people have some that are more dominant than others because yeah. it's because they coincide. And if you pay attention, like yours one of your like your top two is probably leadership and teaching and that goes hand in hand yeah yeah definitely everywhere I've been even growing up as a young girl I have had that natural leadership ability and part of being a leader is caring for others leading and assisting and influencing people and motivating them and encouraging in them encouraging them with where they're at right showing them that there's a yeah. different way giving them the confidence and the ability to believe in something that they didn't believe that they could ever do. Right. And it mm -hmm. is part of the pastor shepherd role. And it also is closely related to the gift of administration because of the organization, right. Being organized, mm -hmm. being able to be uh, task oriented and be able to execute specific things in details. But the word, uh, the Greek word for the spiritual gift of leadership is pro to me. 
And this Pro-wist-me. word means to, and I say that again, pro-wist-me. Pro-wist-me. <laughs> I don't even know if we're saying it right, to be honest. If we are not saying it, forgive if me. If we're not but... correct, us, somebody correct send us. us a proper pronunciation. It's okay. We won't get mad. <laughs> this word means to lead, to assist, to protect, and to care for others. Ooh. And this spiritual gift of leadership is found in Romans 12, 8. And it's between, it's a sandwich of like, the gifts of giving and mercy, which we'll talk about mercy in a little bit guys, mm-hmm. but it's intentionally there. I talked about earlier about caring others. It connects right. people to, you know, step out of their comfort zone to, you mm-hmm. know, don't stay where they're at. Don't be stagnant. Don't settle for mm-hmm. less than like you are worthy of greater things. You have more values inside of you that need to come out and gifts and you have God has a greater vision for your life. Right. And mm-hmm. literally Jesus was the perfect example, right? He, his disciples yeah. were tax collectors. They were people that people overlooked, you know, and mm-hmm. they were willing to step out and follow him. And we talked, we talked a little bit about this earlier, but a leader is somebody who has people following them. Um, mm-hmm. not necessarily just like a cult or anything like that, but I no, mean, no. they believe in the mission that the leader is leading. They believe mm-hmm. in the vision and they're willing to go and follow the leader because of the way that they're presenting the mission, the vision. And so mm-hmm. leaders, you can't be a leader. If you don't have anybody around you, you don't have anybody following you. You're just taking a walk by yourself. Mm-hmm. And I love that Jesus was never alone. I except when he prayed and was in his devotion time and was, you know, consecrated with the Lord, he was constantly leading others in different areas, uh, all over, not just healing people, but teaching the word of God, right. Yeah. Being with the children and, I don't know about you, Rebecca, but reflecting on the gift of leadership, for me, it's easy to talk about because I, it's natural for you and I, but it doesn't Mm -hmm. mean that it's, it's something that we have to work on and develop and learn. Oh, absolutely. It's a muscle. Yeah. You definitely have to work. work, Yeah. You, yeah. You definitely have to be consistent with it and be something that you're practicing in your daily life like any of these spiritual gifts these gifts are intended to be practiced daily because you just never know who you're going to encounter what your day is going to bring and what opportunity you're going to have to use these gifts right and especially in leadership um it's Mm. something that a lot of people want but not a lot of people are meant for and that Mm. is okay it it doesn't mean that you can't some people want to be lead. So every I feel like everybody has it in them to be a leader, but they you just have to be able to recognize and what you need to be leading in. There's some people right. that that like they want to take on too much, and then they don't end up leading anybody because it's they get overwhelmed with so right. much work or so much you know whatever the project is or whatever they're trying to execute. And then there's people that don't do enough, right? But they mm. want the title of a leader. But that's why I think, especially like in the corporate world, you'll see that a lot. Um, people that are managers or CEOs or yeah. whatever, sometimes they have the gift of gab and they <laughs> are able to finesse their ways into these mm-hmm. positions that they mm-hmm. probably really shouldn't have. Yeah. And, yeah. And, you know, and then guess who pays for that? Their employees. Yeah. Um, and then that's why people, you know people don't last in these positions because they're not natural born leaders because there's more to being a leader than just leading people and having, getting people to follow you. You know, it's a form of respect. People have to respect what you're doing. People have to respect Mm -hmm. what you have to say. They have to see that you're knowledgeable of what you're speaking on. You have to, you know, a leader is something is very self-sacrificial 
sacrificing a lot of the time because you have to lead by example. You have to practice what you preach, right? Even though it's hard, right, Joanne? Sometimes like we need ourselves, like we, Joanne and I talk about this all of the time, you guys. Like we will have to sometimes go back and re-listen to our own episodes to be able to, to be able to, um, you know, reconnect with ourselves and reboot, re-energize ourselves. And I think the, the gift of leadership goes really well with mercy because in order to be yes. a leader, you have to practice what mercy, because not yeah, everybody is going to understand at the same level. So you have good. to get down with your people, yeah. you know, like you have a right. group of people and not everybody's going to learn the same, not everybody's going to process the same. Everybody's going to have different yes. feelings about it. And you should be able to have mercy and have yes. the eyes of mercy and the heart of mercy. Like mm-hmm. God does with us every single day, because right. what did God do? He created us all different. Right. But he's so merciful that he forgives us for all of our transgressions questions and he forgives us for not being you know not being able to practice everything the way we were intended to but he gets down with us and he gets down with us in the in the trenches and he says okay let me and he's the ultimate leader right and he gets down with us in there and he says okay let me see what's going on how can I help you yes what can I do to get you there right you know the leadership focus is on people and relationships not Mm -hmm. it's not based it's not focused on the details and the minimal, minimal tasks. And yes, the tasks need to get done, but they focus on the value of the people and the relationships. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I'm going to share a quick scripture before we go into mercy, but first Thessalonians 5, 12 to 13, Paul says to respect those who labor among you and are over you in the Lord and admonish you and to esteem them very highly in love because of their work. And leaders are where they're at in the position that they're at because of their labor, because of the hard work that they put in and the sacrifice and um, all the hard work that they put into developing themselves. And John Maxwell says it all the time. Leadership is influence, nothing more, nothing less. If you can't lead yourself first, you cannot lead other people. And no one's going to follow a leader who's only leading others but not leading themselves. Right. And they're so focused on everyone else and pouring out and they're empty because people can tell straight up if somebody has, you know, that fact X factor, or they have, they know what they're talking about. They're genuine, or if they're just faking it to make it right. Yeah. And I think that's where it comes when you talk about Rebecca, that it's, yes. it's hard work. It's your labor, right? Mm-hmm. It's, it's putting the work in and developing yourself, having a vision, taking risks, focusing on advancing the group, the vision, the church, the people, the business. A lot of the people that have the gift of leadership are in leadership roles mm-hmm. because of their gifts that they're pouring out into other people. Um, but yeah, there, there's so many aspects to leadership and, I think it's easy to criticize and say negative things or, you know, say things about leadership when you're sitting in a different seat on the bus and it's easy to just see everything that that person's doing and not looking at what you're doing to contribute to the cause or to the vision and leaders. What do they do? They include everybody that's on the bus. They say, you have a purpose. You have, you know, uh, a gift that matters that and a a specific purpose for this vision. And so that's, that's what causes that person on the bus to follow that leader. And so I don't know if that helps with the analogy, but (laughs) yeah, it's, it's don't ever. And this is what the scripture is saying is to honor those that are over you. 
because mm-hmm. of their labor. And usually mm-hmm. the leaders are the ones that give the most, they work the hardest, they stay the latest. They have to sacrifice the most too. It, yeah, exactly. Um, and don't let that, and don't let that discourage you guys from tapping in. If you have the gift of leadership, the sacrifice, like, you know, the, what feels like the negative aspects of being a leader, because God has you. And that's what leads us into the, you know, it leads us into the mercy part of it because, you know, he, he sees your efforts and don't get discouraged if you are in a leadership position and you're in your, or you want to tap into that and you just don't know how to approach it. Be open to it, but also understand that you have to, you're going to have to give a big part of yourself in order to be able to succeed in that element. Right, Joanne? It, it, it's yeah. just not something that happens overnight. And it's oh, not something yeah. that, it it's something that you definitely don't time. want to happen overnight. It's something you definitely oh, want to Oh, yeah, you don't want that. You want to, you want to marinate on it. You really want to put your best foot forward in because that's what a leader does. A leader always does the research, always mm-hmm. does you know, it's proactive. It's like, like, let me, it's like, it's like, and they're, they're, they're accountable. They keep themselves yes, accountable they, and they keep those underneath them and around and them. They don't get offended. You know, leader, yeah. true leaders will not get offended with constructive right. criticism. Right. If anything, they encourage it and they, and they want it, they welcome it because that helps them yes. become better leaders. Yes. Yes. So good. I love that. Oh my gosh. I wish we could talk about leadership for like the next three episodes. (laughs) Maybe we'll have a special like, uh, like entrepreneurial, like corporate leadership session where it's like specific stuff, you know, where it's it's like specific leadership skills. Um, but let's move on to mercy. Uh, Rebecca in Romans talks about the gift of mercy and Mm -hmm. it says he who shows mercy with cheerfulness. Right. And the gift of mercy is the desire and ability to identify with and comfort those who are hurting, hurting. Mm -hmm. being willing to connect and have empathy to people that are hurting or going through things. Mm -hmm. And they don't, they're not there to correct them or election, but they're there to love them, to help solve their problem. And Mm -hmm. who, I mean, Jesus is the ultimate person to give mercy to how many stories and parables are there where he has helped people that the world overlooks that the world Mm -hmm. is like you throw the first stone you know all these things and I think about that because I'm like man Jesus has mercy so I need to have mercy for others yeah think about it I mean he lets us wake up every single day with a fresh start with a new opportunity to do great things and how much how more merciful can you get than that yeah yeah right And, and I like how you said that about how I like how it says he who shows right he who shows mercy with cheerfulness Mm. because mercy that cheerfulness like mercy you can't fake that you can't fake um being in tune with that gift and say like okay I I wanna it's intention it's an intentional gift because when you're there to show mercy on people and listen to them and not judge them and not cast your opinions on them and genuinely just be there as a support system. And as again, a pillar of strength, it really takes a lot of, you know, genuine, genuine um, efforts on your part to be able to say, to find the positive aspect on it. Because if you think about it, God doesn't, God doesn't, God has never intended us to feel any pain or any sin. Right. Mm -hmm. But because we broke that we broke that mantle sin entered the world and now there's suffering mm-hmm. and now there's pain and now there is sin right and 
we have the ability now to kind of, I, I kind of see it like us redeeming ourselves a little bit. Yeah. I don't know if you see it like that when we are able to practice mercy and be able to see the positive and the negative. Because God, oh, if you read his word, he always finds the positive and the negative. Yeah. And I think that's a good way of practicing mercy, not only on others, but on yourself. Because, you know, I'm sure a lot of you have heard, oh, you need to give, you need to give yourself some grace. You need to give yeah. yourself some grace. And sometimes that's the hardest thing that we can do. And it's the same thing with mercy. Sometimes it's really hard to give mercy to others because you feel like they've done something to you to hurt you or you mm-hmm. or the world has scarred you and you can't see the positive and the negative and you know that can be really hindering and mm-hmm. it can really steal from you a lot of opportunity or keep you stagnant how Joanne was saying right no I was just saying that yes I think the word cheerfulness here um, should really be applied because the more you are about you, the more intentional you are and happy to be merciful with other people and start practicing that, um, the more you'll want to do it and the more intentional it becomes and the more um, like less of, of like a, how can I explain it? Like it flows easier, if yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. Um, like for me, an example, I personally like to find the positive in everything, in every type of situation. Um, I grew, I grew up a, a lot always being f- not fearful, but hesitant because I was, you know, believing a lie of the enemy that I wasn't worthy of expressing myself or in the sense of like what my true feelings were about things or my emotions. Um, I always felt like I had to be strong and I had to be, um, independent. Mm -hmm. So when people try to help me, you know, when people offer me their help, it's really hard for me to accept it. Not because I don't want their help because I'm dying for help, but it's just that I don't feel worthy of help. If that makes sense. Um, so I've had to practice mercy when, Mm -hmm. once I started being merciful with others, it helped and open my perspective to be merciful towards myself. That's so good. And being able to allow others to come in and help me and say, hey, you are worthy of help. Hey, you yeah. are not a burden to share what's going on with you in your private life with people that truly love you and care for you. Um, and, and, and it's just something that you have to practice. So I definitely want to encourage you guys that for those that struggle seeing themselves worthy of anything or you struggle with you know, feeling comfortable with others praising you or giving you words of affirmation or just expressing love towards you, whatever that looks like. Uh, Understand that that is them showing mercy towards you the same way God does. Because that's how mm, God shows us mercy with his unconditional love. He does things without expecting anything in return, but loyalty and, and love right and for us just to be able to to be the best versions of us that we can be and even then he's still merciful and says hey if you make a mistake it's okay Mm -hmm. it's out of sight out of mind he 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 forgets instantly yeah and and sometimes yeah go ahead sorry yeah no I'm saying yeah I mean it's just something that I really encourage you guys to allow others to be merciful with with you if you haven't before And that way you're able to start practicing that yourself on yourself and for others, because it's, it's a beautiful thing. 
It is. And I want to touch on what you said. You know, we wake up every day and the Bible says his mercies are new every morning and we get mm-hmm. to start fresh every morning. And part of having mercy and showing mercy, the, you know, the, that scripture says he shows mercy. It's evident, right? It's taking action. Mm-hmm. It's extending that compassion and turning it into an action. It's having empathy for someone and meeting them with where they're at and knowing that we were once in that place where we mm-hmm. needed mercy and we needed forgiveness and we needed, you know, somebody to be compassionate and have grace on us. We are mm-hmm. all, we are all deserving of God's grace. We, you know, there are a lot of times the enemy loves to, to speak that lie to us, Rebecca. He loves to say, yeah. you're not worth it. You're not worthy. Look at what you did. Look at what you've done. Like you're not, you, what are you going to do from here? You know, he loves to get us in a pit. He loves to make mm-hmm. us stagnant. He loves to make us just focus on all the negative things. And, you know, I've been reading this book. I'm almost done with it. It's so good. It's by Jeannie Ooh. Allen. It's called, um, get out of your head. And okay. it's talking about the thoughts in, you know, even somebody like me, who's cheerful and encouraging and a leader and I have all these gifts that are great. I struggle too on a, on a daily of with negative thoughts. 70% mm-hmm. of our thoughts are negative. And, uh, and I'm, I'm going to just go touch on this, touch on this just for a second, because we have to recognize those negative thoughts and those negative things that end will bring against us because it will stop us. It will stop us from operating in our gifts to be like Jesus. And we have to interrupt that negative thought. I tell Uh myself this today, Rebecca, actually yesterday, two days ago, all week, (laughs) I just coach myself and say, I'm not going to let that negative thought and I'm not going to dwell on it. Like I have to interrupt that thought. And the number one line that you could tell yourself is I have a choice. I mm-hmm. have a choice. I can choose to dwell on this negative thought and look at all the negative things and all the bad things that are happening and all the crap that I've been going through. Or I could be like Rebecca and Jesus <laughs> and I could find the positive, <laughs> yeah. right? I could find the positive and say, I have a choice. Well, okay, God, I, all of this is wrong and all of this is going bad, but look at what this one amazing positive thing that you're doing in my life. Look at what mm-hmm. you've done. Look at your grace in my children's life and in my husband and in my marriage. Look at the your goodness health. and the faithfulness of God. Yes. And you start to dismiss those lies and the voice of the enemy because he doesn't want us to have empathy towards each other. He wants us to be stuck, self-absorbed, focus on our pride, focus on what we're doing. What can we do for ourselves? Mm -hmm. And that's not the way God operates. That's not how God intended for mercy to be. Yes, have compassion for yourself, but learn to extend that to other people around you. Like Rebecca had said, Mm -hmm. we have to be able to not just do it for others, but for ourselves too, but we have to be able to, to relate with other people and extend mercy to, to people because that's, that's the hands and feet of Jesus is being merciful. And, you know, it reminds me of that parable, Rebecca, where the one guy was uh, relief. He, he was relieved of his debt, right? Oh yeah. And the King or whatever gave mercy to him. And then this guy who his debt was totally paid off he had another person that owed him not even half or even a portion of what he had of his debt. And he wasn't merciful towards him. Mm -mm. And I don't know if you know, costing his life. Exactly. I was was, going to say, Rebecca, (laughs) correct me if I'm wrong, but he (laughs) ended ended up not even going to prison. He ended up getting like, De- like killed <laughs> like he was basically yeah he did. the king was like, like okay you wanna i play was with like me? lord yeah i'm gonna have mercy for everybody <laughs> like but isn't but aren't you grateful that the we serve a king a god that yes. is so merciful that he wouldn't even think of right. doing that 
but he's right. like a father he should okay from my parents out there for people that are parents join your mom yes like you love yes, your moms. children you love your children right that's what i love about seeing mothers in action they love you guys are lovers of your children your children you you're realistic and you say hey my child is not perfect they might have their hiccups every now and then you know the hormones especially teenagers right like the teenagers the preteens um you know they're sassy they have attitude they think they know it all but they don't know anything they can't wait to grow up and be able to make their own decisions but yeah. you as a mother, you see them and you're like, I love you. I care for you, but I'm giving you correction because mm-hmm. I want you to avoid feeling things that you shouldn't have to feel, right? Yeah. Because you felt those things before because you've gone before them, right? right. And I feel that's like right. that's a, gr- that's a great on, way girl, of preaching. teaching, you know, of teaching, especially the youth, teaching mm-hmm. them how to be merciful with each other and other people, even if they're not in the same generation. Um, of generate of older generations and saying like hey you know what um because sometimes people that practice too much mercy they can't stand up um they're not very oh they're not confident yeah they they can be very sensitive to other people who are not merciful or or very yes Uh or they can get very uh yeah sensitive to people that are not very merciful and um it gets mixed right that's where Mm. the enemy comes in and he's like okay i found a weak point so i'm going to manipulate this and i'm going to turn this into something Mm. i want and it be something negative right yeah and i think that's where the enemy attacks the youth they show that he makes them god has made this i feel like this generation very merciful for a reason and sometimes they get overly sensitive with certain topics, correct? Yeah, and true. when other yeah. people do not agree with the way that they see the world or the sure. way that they yeah. the world should be. Yeah. And that's where, um, you know, us, uh, I'm not a parent yet, but I've seen parents, you know, practice this where they are educating their children on what mercy actually looks like and what yeah. it was intended for. And then that way they're able to understand like, hey, just because you don't agree with the way that I see the world or how the world should look like in my vision of mercy doesn't mean that I shouldn't allow, I shouldn't still be merciful to you because despite, it's like one of those things, it's like we can agree to disagree, but I'm still going to care for you and I'm still going to love you because you're my brother and sister in Christ. That's right. Not because we have different, I'm not going to attack you or go after you because we disagree on a topic. Otherwise we're going to be going at each other all the time and especially you know young teen teens nowadays they're very vocal with their opinions and they're very bold with their opinions which I respect but also just having a hindsight of saying like okay if I have such a lot if I have such authority in my voice how can I how can I use it today to be merciful Mm, for those that have not found their voice right for those that you know for those that have a different interpretation yeah. of me. And I think it just shows right. maturity too. And yeah. it helps them, you know, it helps them just say like, Hey, the world is, the world is multicolored. It doesn't, everything yeah, has to it's be black not, and white. Yeah, exactly. I was going to say, not everything can fit into a box. Not everybody's going to operate to the level of this gift of mercy as you, but the Bible says yeah. to be merciful as their father is merciful, you know? And um, I wanted to share a scripture while you were talking, Rebecca, uh, it's, Micah 6, 8, and he talks about um, how to act justly, love mercy, and to walk humbly with the Lord your God. 
and mm-hmm. we can't do any of those if we're not walking righteously with the Lord, right? Like it doesn't just, some people it'll come very natural. If you're a very empathetic person, you feel what people are feeling, but being merciful is being able to show that compassion. Like you said, Rebecca, and be mm-hmm. open to working with other people and being humble and being positive and not turning things into a negative uh, situation. And, you know, that's part of the leadership role, right? Is being able to see outside of just the leader, but it, what's better for the organization? What's better for the group? How can we be merciful together towards one another and help each other grow and help each other excel towards our vision, right? That's why we're here talking about these different gifts so that we can be better at growing our vision and being able to step out and walk in the gifts that God has given us. So this mm-hmm. is such an interesting one, honestly, because, you know, some people, and I don't know if we're going to go there, Rebecca. I don't know if you want to go there. I don't but, know. It depends what you're going to say. But with everything going on, you know, with the, with the Roe versus Wade and like how oh. all these opinions, I'm not even going to go into detail, but like people go are there. getting mad at other people for not saying something that they believe yes. in. Like, why can't you just say you know, this is a biblical truth. We stand on this biblical principle. And then people don't understand why didn't they say it this way or this way now? And I'm like, okay, are you walking in Jesus in like a godly, is that a godly comment that you're sharing? Like, you know, mm-hmm. what, remember that scripture where it says, if you judge a spoke in somebody else's eye, you know, you need oh, to judge yeah. a spoke in your eye. And yes. I just feel like we just need to go there because that is a big thing right now. And I'm not saying you should vote or what left or right. I don't care about all that stuff. I believe in the word of God and mm-hmm. I know what the word of God says and it's to love mm-hmm. others and to show mercy to people and mm-hmm. to encourage them. And, and just to clarify, we should never push our convictions onto anybody. See, it should never right be there. And that's where it needs to stop. That's where it needs to stop. And it's so annoying because as a strong believer myself, I'm like, why are you judging other people? Why are you criticizing and putting other people down for what they didn't say or didn't do when you just need to focus on what you believe in and what you're standing for? Exactly. Okay. I don't don't know where this came from. Sorry. (laughs) No, for real. That's why God says he himself said, throw the first stone that is, who, how does that saying go? Like whoever has the the first first sin cast the first throw, stone yeah or yeah. Whoever, whoever is without no, sin whoever is without the first sin. stone guess yeah. what you're gonna be throwing stones you can't live in a glass house right. and throw stones pretty much yeah. and yeah, it's yeah. just and it's the same thing and that that i'm glad that you brought that up because you cannot cast your convictions on others right. and expect for them to mm-hmm. want to follow christ if it's you are right. misrepresenting yeah. re- representing your re- representation yeah. of it is not correct girl <laughs> you know what i'm saying because yeah. you know how many times i have had conversations with people that i have you know that have literally told me like when i talk to them about christ and they're like, oh my gosh, like, do you realize you're the very first person that has not shoved anything down my mm-hmm. throat and made me feel guilty right. about not, or feel judged? You've literally like left it open for my own interpretation, like left it open for me to be able to walk my walk. And that's how I personally feel about uh, Christianity and having a relationship with Christ. I definitely feel like it's very intimate. It's a very personal yes. thing. It's yeah. a very um it's like a very uh what is it called I was gonna say customizable but I don't I don't know like it's very it's uh, very unique like everybody's yeah, very relationship unique. yeah there you is, go 
is unique. It's not going to be the it's same. Special. It's special. Yeah. It, it's not going to be the same and you cannot expect it to be the same. Yeah. You know, and you can't force just because you have a certain relationship with Christ, you cannot expect your neighbor to have the exact same relationship because you don't know what your neighbor needs. Mm -hmm. You don't know what that person has gone through in life. You don't know what their walk looks like. You don't know what their future is going to look like. You don't know what God has in store for them. You don't know anything. And when you're sitting here and you're just casting what you think is the word of God and using it as a form of manipulation. Mm-hmm. Cause a lot of times that happens, yeah. there's a lot of people that use the word of God and manipulate it for their favor to get what they mm-hmm. want out of it versus right. what God intended it for. Then you're not really doing the service of the kingdom. You're actually doing it a mm-hmm. disservice because right. instead of leading them to God, you're pushing them farther away. Yeah. And, and that's it's focused on man and you're focusing yes. on man's opinion. And, and you know, it's, fair. it's funny because we're talking about casting stones. I, that's what I like spiritually see when people are bickering about things like you're throwing stones at each other when mm-hmm. it was never meant for that. Like Jesus never wanted you to pick up a stone and cast it on your neighbor. He says, what, what's the greatest commandment to love the Lord, your God and to love your neighbor. Mm-hmm. And this is where the gift of mercy comes in, where he has called us to walk in mercy and to have mer- just the way our father is merciful. We are called to be merciful and exactly. to, to, instead of be, instead of throwing stones at each other, we should be extending our hands towards each other mm-hmm. and, and comfort and support. And, I don't want to get on a tangent with it, but I just think it's so good that we're able to tie it into the gift of leadership. They both go so hand in hand well yeah. together because when we are merciful to other people, we can lead them to Christ. We can lead them to salvation. We can lead them to the yeah. truth that sets us free. And it all comes back down to that. You guys, it doesn't matter what Rebecca and I say on our opinions, we are speaking what the word of God says, we're right. speaking on the truth. It's not our opinion. Mm-hmm. And it's not what we just say. We're just believing something that isn't real. Our foundation is the word of God. And so I want to encourage you, do your research. Don't fall for the trap and mm-hmm. the trap or the bait of Satan, the, the trap of the enemy to fall into these arguments and, you know, the world, mm-hmm. the worldly way would say, yeah, what do you believe in? What do you believe in and why? And if we don't know anything by now in this day and age, you need to know what you believe in and why you believe it. And yeah. I've taught my children since they were born to be able to mm-hmm. speak on like, why do you believe in Jesus? Why mm-hmm. is he real to you? Why is it important? Why do we pray? Why do we read our Bible? Like, and mm-hmm. they're getting more curious and curious and curious. And we're teaching them, well, this is what the word of God says. And it's okay if you're listening to this and you're having doubts and you're questioning like, oh my gosh, like I really don't know where my faith is right now. Go and take a time of solitude with the Lord and mm-hmm. he's going to speak to you so intimately than mm-hmm. any other voice that you will ever hear. Like mm-hmm. learn to tune out all the voices and focus on what the word or what he's saying to you through the word of God. So mm-hmm. we're excited you guys for this episode. Yes. I hope you got so much out of it. I know it's a lot. I know I did. <laughs> so good. Hey, I mean, can yeah, I say go ahead. Yes. Yeah. We'll um, finish with that. Yeah, you guys. So this the, the reason why we're doing these spiritual gift series is I, we've already talked about it before, but you know, also because these spiritual gifts are are intended and were created to help you find your identity in Christ. Yes. And it is so 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 important that we each find our identity in Christ because it it 
once you find that identity, your true identity and who you're meant to be is going to come forward. And it's no longer going to be sitting in the shadows. And you're going to be, you're going to feel so reassured. So these are tools like these spiritual gifts, mercy, leadership, teaching, all of that. That's why we encourage you guys to take that spiritual test. Um, yeah, the gift, the spiritual gifts test to find out what your spiritual gifts are, because um, there's also a test out there to see how you connect with God the best um, in the quickest. As yeah. Some people like, like me personally, it's like nature being outside. Um, that's why when I go for walks is when I'm able to have like what I feel is the biggest connection with him and talk freely because I'm in yeah. his environment. If that makes, I mean, everything's his environment, but it's nature. It's like his OG environment. And I thrive in that. And there's other ways, there's other environments that you might, you know, thrive in and connect with God in a deeper level. But like Joanne was saying, take that time, find your identity and don't be scared. Don't be weary. Don't be hesitant, you know, because God never hesitates to show mercy for you. He doesn't think about it twice. He doesn't think about it twice to give you another chance. He doesn't think about it twice to forgive you. He doesn't, you know, he does it instantly. So don't hesitate meeting with him and finding that identity in him because he is going to provide you everything you need. He is the Abba, you know? So Amen. I, yes, so he's I'm our thankful. Jehovah Jireh. Our mm -hmm. provider. <laughs> I yes. love that. Thank you so much, Rebecca, for sharing that. I think if anything, you leave encouraged just to find find out the way the Lord speaks to you the most intimately. Like I have mm -hmm. to get up at five in the morning, take my dog for a walk. I go on all these walks just like Rebecca, and, and that's where mm -hmm. the Lord speaks to me. Or there's been times where it's been rough and I'm in my closet on my face, just worship music, you know? Mm -hmm. It looks different for everybody. And we hope you leave encouraged to really activate your gifts of leadership and mercy and have a little bit better understanding of what they are, um, not just within a church setting, but in real life, right? In, yeah, yeah. In the reality of real world. <laughs> and, exactly. um, and we just appreciate all of you guys, every listener. We hope you're encouraged by this. As far as provisions of gold, I would just say study a little bit deeper. Go find scripture on leadership and mercy. And mm -hmm. see which one resonates with you the most and just ask mm -hmm. the Lord, like where area in my life do I need to really elevate these gifts and activate yeah. them? Yes. So we love you guys. We can't wait to see you next time. Um, stay tuned for our next Sheen Visions episode and, and our socials too will be coming up. We just finished one. It was an amazing time. We just finished our second one and it was I amazing. Know. So the breakthrough, this, the oh. breakthrough there was so great, Joanne. Oh my gosh. I cried. Like I legit cried. I'm not just saying that Rebecca's my witness. No, seriously. I, like, she has it on video. <laughs> I have it on video, but it's and not to embarrass her, but it was like a, such a beautiful moment guys. So, you know, we hope that you guys can make it to the next social because I'm telling you, God is doing amazing things. Just seeing women come out of their shell, women speaking life over each other, praying yes, with each yes. other. For yeah. being these being these pillars of strength yeah. for each other yeah. connecting and making wise counsel with each other that's the whole reason why we made the socials mm -hmm. that's the whole reason why we're going right. to keep doing sure. them it's a it's a we don't do it to gain any me and joanne don't do this to gain anything we right. want to do it just to create an atmosphere an atmosphere where the holy spirit can come in and take over that's we're just right. vessels you guys it's and so we really powerful. hope that you guys are able to join us on the next one 
Yeah. Um, it's probably going to be a little bit until the next date, just because, you know, school starting and mm-hmm. fall her, season. Joanne and I are going through life transitions oh my gosh. ourselves. Yeah, so, so much transition. Very, very I feel exciting. like we just went through a transition and now we're going through another. I know. So, so we'll share more ending. in detail the next episode, probably, but um, more to yes. come, guest speakers to come, guest interviews, so many things in store. Yes. And stay tuned. Go to our website, shevisions.com and stay on our Instagram page where we do all of our updates. All right. We love you guys and we'll see you next time. Thank you for joining us at the She Envisions podcast. If you enjoyed this message, go ahead and hit subscribe so that you don't miss any of our upcoming episodes. Also, feel free to share on all of your social media platforms and tag us at she underscore envisions. For more tools and resources, go ahead and visit us at sheenvisions.com. We look forward to seeing you next time and we can't wait to share more exciting things with you. 